Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. We are back. This is So This is Holland. Today we're going to talk about trusting others with our children. Sometimes that can be a little difficult to walk away and think that our kiddos are being taken care of the way that we would take care of them. So, hey, Donna, how are you today? Hello, I am awesome. The kids are back to school. All is right in the world. We are all much happier for it. Um, I know that this was my idea to have this topic just because of things that we've come up in the past and talking to other moms, especially with the school year. Some of these kiddos are just going into school for the first time. It's the first time parents have released their kids into the wild without them. And it can be a very anxious and stressful time for so many of us. So that's why I thought this would be a good time with school just coming back on and everyone getting into the routines and us having to trust strangers with our kids and how that, how we cope with that, how we deal with it, stuff that's happened that we need to be aware of and just kind of safeguards and the communication that needs to happen so that you do feel at peace with that decision. Right. Absolutely. It is. I know it is one of my biggest issues with Joshua. And when I realized that it had to happen, um, I have cameras all over my house now, just because I'm like, terrified we've had some things happen and i'm just yeah it's it's a scary thing especially when you're a parent of a nonverbal child or a child that doesn't communicate what's going on in their world well yeah and that's what like when james got home it's always it's always hard to the fact that i can't be like how was your day you know but the first day of school when there's so much excitement and you get those before pictures before they leave and then it's like how was your day how was your teacher and you can't know any of that. They can't tell you any of that. And that's so hard. And you're like, did you, was it okay? <laughs> and luckily we do have a great teacher this year. I think it's going to be a good year. A lot of communication. She's our, we've already been going back and forth and he's only been in school for two full days. And one of them was a minimum day. And there's a communication log that comes home every day with exactly how he did at each step of the day. So there's like seven different check-ins and then notes next to it if he did bad. So that though that is one of the tools that I highly recommend if your kids are in school is to implement, even if the teacher doesn't want to do it. And sometimes you, I've had years that I've had to really push back. I had to get it, make sure it's in the IEP because they won't want to do it. It's more work for them, right? So I love the fact that this teacher is already starting out the first day back at school. I had that communication log in there and I was like, okay, yes, thank you. This is not going to be a hard one for us. Another um, great one is if you have aides in the classroom, befriend them. Yes. So we've had issues what, in hard. the past where aides have come up and said to me, hey, this happened today where the yeah. teacher said the day was fine. So yeah. it's nice to be as friendly as you can because the nicer you are, the more people that will want to actually communicate with you on your child's behalf. And that goes across the board for advocacy, in my opinion, more bees with honey until you really have to turn into that bear. But um, I love the fact that, like I said, the communication is there, but I have had 
times in my life that it wasn't there. And actually with you saying the aides, you know, I was so, we had back to school last night and I was like, oh, I hope I get to meet the aide. And she wasn't there. It was just the teacher. And even the teacher admitted, she's like, my aides are awesome. You know, I'm running around trying to run the whole ship and I don't see everything, but the aides always keep me in line. They know everything about what's going on with the other kids on the playground because they are with my child all day long, you know, so they really get into that. And at, when James was younger, I used to be at the school a lot because he had, didn't have his I or IBP or what's the I- interventional B- behavioral plan, oh. IBP. Um, so they kept on calling me to come get him. Cause, and so I was like, okay, so I was there a lot and I became friends with the aide and I'm even still friends with her. And that's when James was like in th- three years old. So it's been lots of years and we're friends on Instagram but I had an incident that really rocked my world. And I'm kind of glad it happened early on, even though I wish this doesn't happen to anybody. Um, and I don't even know really what happened, but he was on a bus. There was not an aide on the bus at that time. And so you have a, a bus full of special needs kiddos, most of them nonverbal with a driver by himself. Number one, yeah, I think safe. that's ridiculous. Um, which I made a whole stink about and got an aid on after this happened. So all of a sudden we had a new driver and I loved the first driver. She was an older lady. She was super sweet, loved James. James loved her. And then all of a sudden she was gone and this new guy was there. And I, you know, sometimes we just got to trust our gut. And I think we have to rely on our guts lots of times, especially especially special needs parents with our kids and trusting others. Sometimes I think we over trust our gut and lean more into fear. Yeah, right. Exactly. It can go the other way. But I just had this gut feel. I didn't trust this guy. He just kind of gave me the EBs. And I messaged because James, I was waiting for him to come home from school. It was the first week of this new driver. And James was in a wheelchair at this time. So he's in the back of the bus in a wheelchair strapped in. And he was in, like late, like 45 minutes late to get home. And I'm calling the 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 That's transportation scary. office and they're like uh we don't know and i'm like okay so then i call his aide even though we're not supposed to have their numbers <laughs> or like you know but i was friends with aide because i made friends with her and so i called her i was like hey did james get on the bus everything okay she's like oh my god we all have a weird feeling about this guy please don't tell me that and i was like okay now i know it's not just my gut but there's like ebgb feelings on the aides guts that are putting gun guts yeah <laughs> that are putting them on you know alert and so then they they were like, oh, we finally got an answer. He forgot my son on the bus, came back to the main state warehouse and realized he was still on the bus and then brought him back. But I, the fear and the untrust in my like, I, I was shaking. I was crying. I brought him in. And how, I, how do you not look at the back of the bus before the you one kid in a wheelchair like that? You had to strip in and like, seriously, that's like, somebody just, that doesn't pay attention. He just opens the door and lets him out. Oh my God. And so I stripped my son down. I'm smelling his penis. I'm smelling yeah, his body. Make sure he was okay. Like, you know, just seeing if I could smell anything. Like, and I was just shaking. I did well, not let. Well, him- molestation is a really, yes. I, I think it's, I think it's like 72% um, for overall for special needs individuals or individuals. With special needs. Is that, is that true? Last time I checked, but it's been a quite, quite a few years. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Just, I mean, of course, females are much higher than males, but that's yeah. Just factor. I'm kind of glad James has that something. Well, they're a vulnerable population. No. I mean, that oh. just that just brought this episode really low down. <laughs> right? Holy shit. Don't trust anybody with your children. <laughs> I don't. I, it's it's Holy such crap, a hard thing me. to do. 
what is it? What do they say? New fear level unlocked or new yeah. level yeah. unlocked? I mean, honestly, um, I have cameras in every, not only do I have cameras in every single house, part of my house that is online, I have cameras hidden throughout my house that are offline, not offline, but that I can like pull up that they're not connected to the same device. Right, right. So if somebody finds something and would unplug it, I still have access to Josh. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have a camera I, in my main open area and I have a camera in his bedroom, but I, that's about it. But I am really blessed. I have an amazing respite nurse that I trust James. I mean, she loves James like her own. She's been with us since he was three years old. He absolutely adores her. And so I'm very lucky in that point. So the only time I really have to deal with strangers is like when we, you know, send them off to school, that kind of situation is just opens this up a little bit more, but it does make it hard. Like you can't just call a babysitting service or like. No. And unfortunately with each state, like each state varies um, to what they pay yeah. or how much, I mean, most of the time it's like it's 25, to 30, 25 to $50 an hour is what people are looking for that are not with agencies. Right. And um, with agencies, agencies are only willing to pay in our state. The max is like 1250. I just talked to a client in a different country and she pays her people 25 to $28 an hour. And I'm like, Oh my God, the quality of person that you would get yeah. for that amount of money is so different than 1250. Well, and that's just like, we talk about the, the policy changes needing to happen in the school so that you get not as much turnaround of these aides that are in there. That's what I was going to say. I was meeting aides last year, but they were so in and out. I'm like, Oh, I thought this was his aide. And now she, that person's gone. You've never had that issue. Yeah. So it's, just, and there were staffing issues a lot with after, oh, that's COVID. after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there was, and it's just, it's hard for people to want a job that pays so little. Yeah. And that's if, it. And you actually need a high caliber person, especially because I think that is a good thing that came out of COVID. If we can say anything good came out of COVID, I think people started realizing once they were home, they started valuing their worth, right? Like, mm -hmm. wait, second you pay me nothing to do this grunt work i deserve more than this yeah and then people started realizing like i can start my own company i can do this it's so, a new generation you know, of yeah, i digress but it, it is yeah. true if anything good came out of COVID, it was yeah. people starting to realize their worth yeah so that's that was my big thing and i just i i want to normalize the fear <laughs> and i and i know that that so many special needs mamas that I know in my own community and circle have yet to leave their child are, you know, not willing to trust others. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and I'm like, please find some. And it took me a while to let Abby, like I stayed around for a while just to watch and be there. And, you know, I have cameras all through my house and I am Josh's support worker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, somebody help it's, it's this for baby. that day that I am brave enough to <laughs> I have hired people in the past and they have been an absolute nightmare and going back to school one of our first encounters at school Josh was about three or four he was in preschool and he went to a school that was pre-k through 21 um we okay. lived in Pennsylvania so um his preschool teacher there, right? was what's that you've lived everywhere <laughs> we haven't we've only lived in four states 
Maryland, changing states. Like I change, I move houses, but not like states. Like those are big moves. And and that in that way, I have no fear. I have no fear of change in that way. Um, But I, Joshua was cold out. They had like a fall fest day that day, and I was going to my car and I realized, oh, Josh's gloves are in my pocket. So I went back into the school um, to take Josh's gloves, and I saw his his wheelchair in front of the bathroom he was the only person in there they could only fit one person in the bathroom at a time so i was like oh so i kind of knocked on the door and opened the door and his aide jen and yeah i'm gonna say her name her his age jen was had him lifted up and she was shaking him violently and i'm like whoa what is going on here and i went over and i grabbed him i'm like get the hell away from him i don't know and she's like he kicked me Okay, for one, my son doesn't stand at all. Like independently, he is not capable of standing. Being able to stand and kick his leg to hurt somebody, impossible, not able. The diaper changing table was so high that you actually would have to lift him and hoist him up. There's no way he could have kicked her. For one, anybody that knows Josh, I don't know him ever kicking anybody ever. Right. Like that's not who he is. So she was full of crap. And I really liked her when we first met her. She came to my house to meet us with his teacher. Um, she is also a special needs mom. And this is where I this is where I have learned for myself. And I'm wondering if this isn't the situation for her. So I was an education major um, and I interned in a special needs classroom. And I was two classes away from graduating. And I was going to do that after Josh came back. And I thought about teaching special education. And then I thought, I live this world Mm -hmm. to go to work and work with children with special needs. Not that my heart's not there, but to go to work and then come home. When is your respite? When is your break? When do you get to take care of yourself? And I ultimately chose that that was not the direction that I wanted to go in. I didn't want to work with kids anymore. I love kids. But so I think she was working with special needs children and then she was going home and her son was more severe severely impacted by his disability than josh and i think it was just too much and josh probably went or something and she's like shut up and started shaking him and um but the school handled it really poorly and um i think that was like my first entry into like i don't trust yeah you know, that's usually my days. biggest fear with James. Like, I like until you said 72 freaking percent, like that wasn't my main thing, except for the bus situation. I, mean, I could be I, wrong. I, it's been a yeah. while since I've yeah. checked that statistic. Maybe when all after I say this, I'm going to look it up real quick on Google. Um, so with James, like, I love him. He's my son. He's my world. But sometimes I have to like, really like I catch myself flipping the fuck out, like, sorry, but, but like, you just get to this moment and they, yeah. you know, he, he punches you, he throws a phone at your face, he kicks you, he bites you. And it's so, especially when you're like covered in poop because he's having a freaking total meltdown during the middle of diaper change. And it is so hard to keep your cool. And my fear is that somebody that doesn't love my son the way that I do, and he's going to flip out and there's going to be shit, they're going to lose their shit and they're going to like punch him and they're going to abuse him. And that's where my my fear comes that people will not have the patience. Yeah, absolutely. That they're going to hurt him. Yeah. So I have a statistic. Okay. I was scared that this is what it was going to be. Um, I 72, I thought was a little low ball. Um, it is what? 
as as according to Google, ninety percent of people with developmental disabilities experience sexual assault. Eighty um, percent of those are women, and thirty percent of those are men. That makes me want to throw up. It's disgusting. Our world is gross. <laughs> well, my purpose of this episode was not to make I'm you sorry, more guys. fearful and never leave. Now I was trying to normalize the fear, but to like work through it in different ways. Holy shit. Well, you can do what I'm doing. So for those <laughs> that don't know and don't follow along with me. <laughs> perfect. Let's talk about I, it. I wasn't even going to talk about this this episode, but honestly, because of my fear and because, you know, you guys hear my stories in North Carolina and it just gets crazier and crazier. I have had a desire when Josh was little, we actually did have a really great school called Abby's Place. It was a nonprofit. Um, it's changed names now and changed hands now that Abby doesn't need it. Her fa her family let other families take over the school. So um, children with disabilities are taken care of and protected. And ever since I worked there and Josh went there, I was like, I want to do this for Josh. I want to do this for Josh. Now that he's an adult and he's home and there's nothing for him and we're fighting constantly, I'm like... I'm going to do this for Josh. It's going to be a therapeutic day program for adults with special needs. Um, it will be in the Orlando area. I'm assuming it's going to probably be in Kissimmee, um, but it'll be in the Orlando area. We'll start small as a therapeutic day program. And my goal for this, my hope for this is that it turns into a huge community that will provide respite will provide homes for people that need home placement later in life. And it will also have, um, different like coffee shops and places where p adults with special needs can work or disabilities can work that the public can come in um that is just this i mean i really do have this big image but we are starting out small right now by the time this episode so i'll link it by the time this episode is out our website will be up it's called joshesvillage.org um, I am working on it right now. We have some people coming onto the board right now. I still need some more board members, but we are in the very beginning stages of making this a reality. And it'll right. be a safe place for people because that's all I want for these people that have disabilities. Well, and you've wanted this for a long time. We've even oh, yeah. talked about it in our conversations before you had a name and that you just, you needed this. And we do need more of these. And this needs to be yes. something that is actually like common and able to find. And so you got to start somewhere. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you. Well, I had, um, a, I had a mom ask me the other day. She's like, so what? why are you telling people already? I'm like, because we need help. It's going to be a nonprofit. So we need to raise money to make it a reality. I, I really do have an idea. There's places that I can look for board members that are, you know, professional board members. This is what they do. But I really want to make my board like special needs moms um, mm -hmm. that are qualified, but special needs moms. I really want that to make up my board. I feel like that would make the heart of the board. Mm -hmm. um, and we have this passion for our kids, right? And right. The, the people that will be serving in the beginning, especially, they don't have their own vo voices. These will be severely impacted, like people that are severely impacted by their disability. So, um, there was a point that I was, oh, so this woman says to me, so why are you sharing? And I, so I go into that. She goes, no, no, I don't mean that. She said, what if somebody takes your idea? And I what I so. have to say to that, <laughs> go for it. We yes. have spaces like this. And that's another reason to share is to that's share the, the vision yeah. that needs to happen. And yeah. if I can do it, so can you. Like yeah. if you have a need in your community and you really want to see change, be that change. It yeah. is yeah, it's going to be, you know, work, 
but it's going to be so worth it. Can you imagine the day that Josh's village opens and the people that we're going to help and how relieved we'll they're feeling down to Orlando for that? <laughs> You're more than welcome. I'm going to have a, we're going to have a big party for our ribbon cutting. But I chose Orlando because I am over North Carolina. I'm done. I know you are. So, you are. <laughs> so beyond that, if you, I could, because I know that a lot of, a lot of parents even struggled with the idea of sending to school at all at, when they become of age, you know, and they're like, maybe I'll homeschool. And I know it's something that even my husband and I spoke about, and I am not the homeschooler mama. Like I love school. But it's such a terrifying thing to send them away, not knowing if they're going to have someone that loves them and has that patience that they require. Are they going to get bullied and beat up and punched secretly? Like you don't know. And your kids can't tell you it is terrifying. Um, But I know for me, being very involved with the aides and the teachers like we talked about and having that open communication. And when you see anything, ask about it. So they know you're on top of it and that yeah. you can feel secure, listen to your gut. But I know for me, I am so glad that I did not let the fear stop me from sending James to school because he has thrived at school. He loves school. It is everything to him. And my son doesn't have a lot at home. Like he, well, we take him swimming, but, and he loves his iPad. You know, there's not a lot of like full activity engagement because he will not color with me. He will not play. Like yeah, he just, Josh doesn't do that stuff either. And I do home. I, well, I don't homeschool him paint. now. I love that you do the painting. <laughs> we do. We paint, we paint, but, um, it took a long time to get him there too, where yeah. he actually enjoyed like participating in it before it used to be me taking his hands and moving it all yeah. around. And, um, but we do paint, but you know, I'm not going to get the paints out every day and, you know, getting Joshua to identify letters and work on spelling and, and even identify anything like Joshua, can you tell me which one's pink? He just looks but at me like I'm even crazy. Even if you have to put cameras everywhere to make yourself feel at ease, put cameras everywhere, but don't allow fear in itself to stop you from allowing others to help you with the lifelong care of your child. Like, Right. <laughs> no, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, I I have cameras everywhere, but I I I still we because I will say if you had more opportunity and the right services available to you, yes, that's the key. Right, because there are different areas. You're lucky because you live in California, and Cal yeah. California is abundant in that area. But well, certain parts of California, because yeah. I hear from parents that are like, I don't get it in California yeah. either. Um, but depending on the area you live in, I mean, our area, we have no, like the aides that can come in to help Joshua. They are nobody that I would ever consider leaving my son with. And that's not right. a fear thing. That's just a no, like, yeah. no. And it's our job is to listen to that gut and be like, no, yes. it's not happening. You're and, not, you're not and there. Even with the school selection we had in this area, we only had that one school selection. Josh has gone to school. I have, lo Josh loves school. But when we walked into that school and they um, admittedly said like they weren't going to follow his IEP, there was no other school in this county for me to transfer him to. I'm like, mm. and some people will listen to that and they're like, I don't believe it because they ha they don't have that experience. But I promise right. you, especially here in the United States, there are lots of states and lots of cities that do not take care 
of this population in any way. Across the board, we need help everywhere, but there are states that really, really neglect this population. So yes, I do believe that I, you know, my house has cameras because I'm ready to trust. I'm ready to bring people in. But for us, that's why Josh's village is happening because we couldn't find the people here. So I'm creating that opportunity for Josh and others. So there is a safe place that they can thrive. No, and I and I understand that. But there's a lot of people that even have the services available but won't utilize them. Because- no, absolutely. No, I like I said, it's different states, different yeah. areas, and the fear is real. The fear yeah. is absolutely real to leave your child. Even the fear of leaving them with someone you know and love, yeah. because I think a lot of times we feel like we're asking too much, that we don't want to burden our loved ones too much, like it'll be too hard on them. It's too much. That's it. You know, and I think that we have to get over that. We have to allow others. We've talked about that, that our kids can be a blessing to others. And if we allow them to be, um, so just trust your gut. Obviously it's a scary world out there, but don't let fear. Sorry for the statistics guys. I know I'm like going to have nightmares tonight. Jesus. (laughs) But I guess we have to be aware but that is just, I thought it would be a good topic to to kind of kick us Absolutely. off and going into the new year of just, it's real. The fear is real. The, the need to have trust is there. And we do have to question and be aware and, and not put our heads in the sand because it is a very scary world. But our kiddos have so much to offer the world. And the world really does have a lot to offer our kiddos if they're given the right chance and the right circumstances. So we thank you. And that's another episode of So This Is Holland. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast, go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at determined Donna on Instagram, or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.